Baruch Hashem, we're blessed. We're blessed. Oh, Yaakov. Let me say hi to Yaakov. Manishma Yaakov. Wow, this is great. This is like becoming like every morning. I like this. Have a wonderful day, Yaakov. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Baruch Hashem, we begin and we have the opportunity, Chadashim Labkarim, Rabbah Munasecha, the faith that Hashem has in each and every one of us, Rabbah Munasecha, Hashem has faith, that's why Baruch Hashem, we're up and we're here and Hashem believes in us, no matter what we've done in our past, no matter what situation that has been, Baruch Hashem, Hashem wakes us up in the morning and says, okay, a new day, a new life, new thoughts, a new perspective. And we all, Baruch Hashem, have the ability, each and every one of us have the ability and the choice to make and to focus and to help ourselves to become better, to become stronger, to become someone who focuses on the good. First of all, you focus on the days, you focus on the days. Focus on one day at a time, Liros Tov, and you try and find the good within yourself. You try and find the good in others. You try and find the good to have gratitude, to be thankful, to realize how blessed one is, to realize how blessed you are, to be alive, to change, to grow. As we say many times, that once the lights are out after 120, as the Goyen says, as the Gra says, one of the biggest challenges, or biggest challenges, one of the scariest moments in a person's life is when he can't change anymore, and he can't grow, and he can't look at things differently. He can't make a decision that I want to make uh, apologize to someone. I want to go ahead and, and look at someone and see the good in that person. Once a person passes away, once a person, it's all over, so you're stuck. It's one of the reasons why, why people who are, who are truly, truly depressed or someone who, who in a certain area is not doing well, the reason they're not doing well is because they don't believe that they can change. They don't believe that I can change this. Right? One, sometimes that's one of the hardest things, to accept a situation. Why is that hard to accept a situation? Why can't a person just accept that I have difficulty in this relationship? Why I would just say, right? Why do we talk about all the time, the whole world, everyone's talking about accepting, accepting, accepting. What's the big deal? Why can't you just accept it? Because the, the natural state of a person is he wants to grow. He wants to change. He wants to be able to make things different. I want to have a good relationship with this person. I want to be able to, to say no to my desires. I want to be able to work on myself. And when a person can't do that, it's frustrating. It's more than frustrating. It's very frustrating. Why? Because our natural state is that we want to grow. Our natural state is that we want to better ourselves. So that's why it's very difficult sometimes for a person to say, okay, this is the situation that I am in. And of course, the person has to do that. That's part of growth also. Part of growth is accepting certain things that you cannot change. Accepting things that are. Accepting things that were. This is the way things are. This is the way things were. But the point that I'm making is that 
a person is put in this world, a person is put in, in today, in order to make himself, let me, how can I be, right, like we left off yesterday in sheer, right? How can I add 1%, 1%? And then I was thinking afterwards, it could be even less than 1%, because you can even do a half a percent. But start with 1%. If you say, I'm going to make, I'm going to help today, try today, to be 1% more of a listener when someone talks to me. I want to listen with my heart. I don't want to listen to just wait till I can talk and say my thing. I want 1% more when I'm learning to put 1% more attention to what I'm doing. I want to put 1% more of the gratitude of being thankful what's, what's, what's going on in my life. That's all a person needs to do, little by little. And when you do little by little, little by little, that's growth, that's change. That's how change happens. Yes, Ben. Do you think that if you tell yourself your goal is only to do 1% more, you'll accomplish more than if you told yourself your goal is to do 100% more? Yeah, of course. First of all, it's more realistic because you're not going to do necessarily 100%. And you're not going to stop at 1%. You're not going to stop at 1% either. Once you see and you feel good about what you're doing. But the point is growth. The point is growth, which is, which is ironic because the word smicha and simcha are the same word. Rav Shamsim Rafalar says, smicha and simcha are the same word, which means growth brings happiness. Change brings happiness. Yes, we get scared because we think, we associate happiness with being with being, uh, doing, you know, having totally, you know, being retired and having money in the bank and I'm happy that I have no worries and I have no bothers. That's not happiness. That's laziness. That's not happiness. That's, that's, escape, that's escaping. Happiness is growth. Happiness is that I feel like I have a mission. Happiness is I feel that I, that I am going somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. Yes, you did, yeah. Um, how does one become a Right. How, I mean, how? Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. Huh? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, meaning try it. Yeah. The good, first of all, I like the question. I like your answer. I like the responses. I'll tell you like this. One of the things we've spoken about as, when it comes to scheduling, what's great about scheduling, maybe you can always try it. Thank God. It's not Baruch Hashem. Hashem, thank you. Nobody here is lying on their deathbed saying, okay, I got I to gotta like hop, you know, this week and then, and then it's all over. You try, you try it for a day. You try it for another day. You guys are so young. We're all, we're all, we're all so young. We're all so young, including myself. We're all so young that we can explore, right? One of the great lines that I've heard um, was, uh, learn like you're going to live forever, and live like you're going to die tomorrow. What does that mean? Learn like you're going to live forever. Meaning, if you were going to live forever, you would take things slow. You would concentrate. You would, you would enjoy and not feel that pressure. Ugh. But when you live, you want to live. Getting up early, going to sleep late, working hard. But the point is, is that, like you did just saying, it is a good point. How do I know what works for me? Take, try different things. Try this this week. Try it like Meyer saying. Try it today. See how it feels. Try it for a couple weeks. See how it goes. You can always switch things up. But the point is, 
as we begin purity of speech, let's chazer this over. This is really the point. It all, it's all about you. It's all what's inside you. Learning to love yourself more. Learning to accept yourself more. Learning to, to trust yourself more. Learning to be good to yourself more. I spoke to someone yesterday who was such a great conversation about, you know, his negative thinking. His, you know, classic. We all, we all have that. And one of the things that, that, I mean, we say it all the time, but it, it like, it hit him very clearly. It was like, how long have you been having your negative beating up of yourself and your negative thoughts of your life? How long? You've been doing that for 19 years, 20 years. So why do you expect in a few days of being working on something that that's going to change it? You need to do the exact same thing on the other side, and that takes time. It takes time. It takes, it takes 20 years, let's say. Forget about 20 years. That's too long of a time. For sure, a year. When a person says, you know what, I've done affirmations for a year. I've told myself I love myself every day a hundred times for a year. For a year, every day. Then you'll see how you feel about yourself. But for a person to expect to be a different person and then, oh, I love the whole world. If the Chedush Yerim had to work on seeing the good in people for 16 years, and that's hard, 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 hard work. So it takes time. It takes time. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be able to see results here and there. I will see results. But I want to be patient with myself. And so I want to be patient with myself and know that I'm going to get there. I will get there. Like we said, right? It's not El right? It's not how fast you're going, right? It's the direction that you're going in. It's not how fast you're going. You don't, it's not about going fast. It's about going in the proper direction and taking it slow. You will get there, I promise you. If you walk right now on the 6, going up north, and you walk, you will eventually get to Tzas. Okay, it might take you a, a week to get there, but you'll get there. But if you're driving on a motorcycle down south, you're not going to get to Tzvaz. Oh, I'm going 70, 80 miles per hour. It doesn't matter how fast you're going. It matters where you're going and what direction you're going in. And that's so key. It's so key. So if my direction is I'm building myself up, I'm working to make myself more loving, I'm working on myself to be more positive, I want to be more positive within myself. I want to change my negative, my beating myself up. How come I'm so nice to everybody else and I'm so good to everybody else, but I beat myself up? I'm going to change that about myself. And I'm going to learn to love myself more and to give myself more and to be more positive. Then what happens is suddenly you're not talking Lashon Hara. Suddenly you're more aware of Lashon Hara. Suddenly I don't want to sit around the room. Someone told me something. I was so... One of the uh, um, one of uh, the, the therapists who's who's here, um, who's interning. We have one of the therapists who's interning here from from Wurzweiler, from uh, the YU program. So he was just telling me how he's blown away. Baruch Hashem. It's like oh, this yeshiva. We had a good conversation. It's like this yeshiva. This, and this, I want to tell you what he said. I couldn't believe it. I was so proud of all of us, right? But he says I came here. He says I've never felt the love and the acceptance and, and the energy in a place, any place, not, not just the yeshiva, any place in my life. And he says, and everyone, he says, it's so clear, this is what he told me, it's so clear how the guys say that 
we don't speak lush and hurry here. We don't talk negatively about other people here. I was like, oh my goodness, like, like, like that's like, you know what that, you know what that is? What, what that, what that means? You know how powerful that is? You know what that means? It means that that we are able to. A person is able to create a place within yourself when you're working on yourself, and you're working on yourself, and you're focused on yourself. And the worst thing you could do is chase somebody else's tail. Chasing the world's tail. Chasing someone else's tail. Chasing someone else's life. As opposed to how could I work on myself? How could I better myself? What could I, how could I love myself more? How could I forgive myself more? As we know, it's not about letting the person off the hook. It's not about letting someone off the hook. I can't let someone off the hook. It's not about letting people off the hook. When you're angry at them, when you have tightness on people, it's not letting people off the hook. It's literally removing the hook from your heart, removing the hook that you have inside yourself. And that takes time, and that takes, it takes, it's hard. It's hard, it takes, I, I don't like that word, not that it's hard. It's, it, takes, it takes patience, and it takes dedication, commitment, consistency, and working on that. Let's begin the halacha. Question, comments, please. Question, comments, please. I love question and comments. Please. Thank Just you clarify. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Very off topic question. Okay. Yesterday I was with a friend and like speaking Okay, first of all, amazing. amazing. That? Did you guys hear that? You hear what Tommy said? First of all, I don't I'm not sure how that's off topic. That's, that's as on topic as it comes that we're talking about Hilkos Lashanhara and that Zalmi saying someone's telling Lashanara, he's like, stop talking Lashanara. Stop talking Lashnara. It's negative about somebody. I mean, that's, that's, that brings Mashiach. That's like the greatest thing you could do. That's being a Jew. That's incredible. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to... Well, well what's the question? What, what, what are you supposed to do in the future in a situation like that? I don't think you could do any better. You told the guy, stop speaking Lashnara. That's the best thing that... That's like... That's like the Chavetz Chaim says. You see a guy sitting there eating a cheeseburger right in front of you. Like, by the way, I just want to tell you, that's a cheeseburger. What, what else are you supposed to do? That's amazing. It's amazing. 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 Uh, incredible. Wow. It's amazing. And as far as judging him, I don't know, if, as far as judging him, you could say, you know, Maybe he doesn't know the halachas, and maybe he doesn't, you know, he's not here. He doesn't know the halachas, so, you know, pray for him that he loves and, you know, that he doesn't speak negatively about people. That's amazing. Tell me amazing. Okay, anyone else before we do the halacha, before we start? Okay, let's begin the halacha. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Hilchus Lashon From a young age, children need to be trained to keep Hilchah Shmir Salashin and flee from politics just like one runs away from fire. Discussing politics at home 
will lead to machlokes and Lashon Hara. If you hear your child talking Lashon Hara, then you, of course, have to stop him. And like I'm going to say, children speak Lashon Hara because their parents speak Lashon Hara or their friends, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. Now, I'm not saying that every time you see a child speaking Lashon Hara, you say, okay, his parents speak Lashon Hara. I think there's that picture, right? You know that picture? It's a great, someone put on the, I don't know yet if you can find it, where there's that uh, um, child who's bullying, um, you know, and, and, and uh, um, you know, bullying a, another child or, or, or yelling at another child. And what in the picture, there's a picture of his mother behind him uh, with, with her tongue through his head sticking out of his mouth, bullying the kid. Like I've said all the, you know, many times, if, if a child, a child, I mean, the Gemara says that a child learns from his home. But the point is, is that, is that, yes, of course, you could tell your children not to speak Lashon Hara, but I know from my own experience, the best way to tell your children not to speak Lashon Hara is if they don't see that you speak Lashon Hara. So you don't have to tell them it. Actually, you did tell them not to speak Lashon Hara because they don't even know what it is, Lashon Hara. We don't talk about other people. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Uh, oh, I thought you were sorry. But in general, I'll say when we're talking about Children. We're talking about children not speaking Lashon Hara. And I'm saying children, um, the halachas, you have to tell children that's Lashon Hara. But at, but at the same time, yeah. Children feel their parents' emotion, and they feel what's emphasis and what's not. And you can sit there saying, I, I'm shy for everything, you see you're not treating your wife correct, or being stressed. So yesterday I, was, I picked up my son from Cheder, and I, and, and I haven't found for myself a place to live by Hashem, and uh, I, I, I feel a lot more disappointment on my kids. I don't want them to be sad. So I told my older son, I said, I hope you're not worried. And he said, I'm not worried at all. I'm happy wherever we go. And I realized that it's me that I have to get out of me. That, yeah, it might be hard for them to leave or go wherever it is. But it's my attitude that will cause them to be happy or not happy. Correct. And it's your... And it's your when, when a person brings into his home, and it begins here, it begins now, it begins today, it begins to say, I'm going to learn to be a more positive person, because, because there are times where, where it's difficult, and I'm going to learn to be consistent with the Hilchus Lashon Hara in my home, with my wife, when I'm dating my wife, when I'm creating my home, and that is the best way to influence and to, you know, have your children not want to speak Lashon Hara, not, and it's challenging for them. I can tell you from my own children that it's challenging. They're like, Tati, well, what do we speak about if I'm in school and everyone's sitting around talking Lashon Hara and the kids don't even know. They're talking about this teacher. Oh, this teacher, she's terrible, and they're this and that. Now, now of course, you want to be there for your children to, to, to listen to them, to help them through it and to validate and to have empathy. But at the same time, there is, there's nothing wrong with talking about this is something that we don't do. Just like, just like you, you, have, you tell kids, oh, it's Shabbos, it's Shabbos, it's Muktzah. It's the same exact thing, it's Muktzah. We don't do that on Shabbos, so we don't talk about other people. Yes, Yehuda. Yeah, I'm just wondering, 
back to what Harvey was saying about the kids. Yes. I saw. I don't remember exactly the word play of how it went. Yeah. But basically, the point was that kids don't listen very well to like their adults. Kids don't listen very well, but they never. never stop to like imitate them. You know, I forgot exactly the, the proper wording for it, but it, it's so true that kids, they don't, if you call a kid to do something, to not do something, right. they're not necessarily going to listen. The thing how a kid will listen to you right. is by just uh, mimicking yourself by... and let them imitate you. Correct. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Now, listen to what he says. He says, this is the one, the one of the biggest favors you can do for your children. If you train, train your children when they are young to be careful with their speech, it will be easier for them to control themselves when they grow up. Of course, he says, the best tinnach is by example. Children's minds are like cameras. They keep on taking pictures of us. When children see parents avoiding discussions about politics and Lashon Hara, they automatically will do the same. What's challenging for children is when you go to school, like I said before. When you go to school, and like we're going to learn today, one of the reasons why people can't change and grow is because of peer pressure. Is because I don't want to be different than my friends. So if all my friends are bullying this kid, if all my friends are sitting there talking Lashon Hara, and I feel I don't want to be left out. I don't want to be left out. That's one of the challenges that children, and everyone for that matter, can have with other people because you want to make sure that you fit in and you might not fit in if you're not speaking Lashon Hara. He says, fortunate is the child who has been trained to be careful with one of the most important mitzvot, Shmir Salashin. Definitely he will reap reward in this world and the next. Hilchus Lashon Hara Tesei, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, question, comments? Okay, yes, you So it's better not to tell your kid not to speak Lashonar. It's better just not to speak Lashonar. Right, correct, correct. That even if he does, just correct. don't call him. Right, correct. correct. Yeah, you want to create what Yoni's saying, and it's true. You want to create a, an environment in your home that is, we don't talk about other people. We don't talk about other people. We talk about ourselves. We talk about how we're doing. We talk about how we can grow and we can change. And that's the most uh, powerful thing that you could teach yourself and your spouse and your children, 100%. Yes? Friends, do you think that this obsession or this want to talk about others in this journey, this want to talk about others yeah. comes from a place of not wanting to focus on yourself and yes. scared of the growth? a million percent. A million, million percent. So it's you're scared of the work and growing and lost in your thoughts. Yeah, so you're, focused, you're focused on other people. Why am I focused on other people? Because you're not focusing on yourself. The Yitzhahara wants you wants to distract you from yourself. Reb, do you mind if I give one quote? It's a fire quote. Someone has to put on the chapel. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. And we trip out of the responsibility of the company. Correct. We're afraid of that. Correct. Quote Ben. Yes, Ben. Yes, Benji. Oh, Benji. Speak up, Benji. This, if I have a child that comes home and is venting from the full day of school, whatever, something happens. Yes. Yes, tremendous empathy. That's the first step. Benji's saying, so what do you do? Your son comes home, your daughter comes home, 
and they they were they're angry at their teacher, <coughs> and their teacher. Yeah, you, you you gotta give them tremendous support, love. You know, you gotta look into it. You have to see. Maybe the teacher, there's something wrong there. You gotta be very very careful. You don't let your children be exposed over a long period of time. You know, even a short period. But sometimes things will change. You know, and then you 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 know. I, I, I'll tell you one story. I know I said this once. I had one of my children said, oh, he couldn't stand one of his teachers. I can't stand my teacher. can't stand my teacher. I can't stand my teacher. can't stand my teacher. And I was always, okay, great. Let me hear. Let me hear. He never was able to pin what it was. And then one of the things that we worked on is getting to school on time, getting to class on time. It's one of the things we spoke about for him. For him, meaning, okay, you don't like your teacher, listen, oh, that's so hard, they're teachers, right? A lot of times I'll tell my kids, yes, I remember I also had teachers who I didn't like, you know, try and focus on their good. You know, you have a normal conversation. And then what happened? My son started going to um, school on time and going to class more time to this teacher. Suddenly my son, I said, how's that teacher going? I don't know, it was a few months later. He said, oh, it's actually going great. I like the teacher now. So I was like, well, what changed? So he says, well, I didn't like the teacher because my teacher always used to tell me, you know, you got to come on time. And I wasn't, I would, yeah, I'd come in the, the room late. I'd be this, all the things, right? So what happened? It ended up that it was his, suddenly he likes the teacher. The reason he likes the teacher is just like we do in life all the time also. It wasn't that he didn't like the teacher. He needed to take responsibility himself to do things. He wasn't doing what he needed to do. And then he was projecting that on his teacher. So I'm just saying now, it doesn't mean that sometimes the teacher is wrong. Sometimes in life, they're going to be teachers. They're going to be people who will make things difficult to you, but for you. But when you go ahead and you look within yourself, how can I change myself? And there's nothing wrong with telling that to your children also, to be honest with them. To be open with your children. To say, how can I see the good in this teacher who I don't like? How can I learn to survive and make it a better day? Just like, you know, at work. Just like wherever it is. Nothing's going to be perfect for you. But when a person learns to focus on himself, what could I do to change myself, to make things different for myself, as opposed to how could I change my teacher? How could I change my school? How could I change my chavrusa? How could I change my roommate? How could I change... Whatever it is, but you look at yourself and you say, what could I do? Then, then that's what makes a difference. And, and then you could have all the empathy in the world. Yeah. Now, if it's, is it a public setting where your family is sitting, you're allowed to have it also? I mean, how do you deal with that? Well, it depends how intense. Right, 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 exactly. It depends, depends what level intensity it is coming from the child. There's nothing wrong with saying have, have a child be open in the family. You want to create... Okay, we're going into... Uh, uh, family, you know, family. But there's a point. You want to create a safe, healthy, open environment that your children can share. At the same time, you don't want it to be that, right, if a child is sharing and sharing and he's, you know, so it could be say, okay, listen, something we, me and, me and mommy, we, we could talk about later if it's, if it's intense. You know, you'll, you'll, you got time for that. But, uh, you know, the key is that it starts here. It starts now. It starts with yourself. It starts with the healthiness of yourself and working on yourself to create the house and the home that you want to create. Yes, Toby. I want to try something that Sue tries. Yeah. 
Uh, I have a quick muscle. I'll try to make it quick. There's this guy, you know, he hasn't seen his rabbi for a long time. He goes to see the rabbi, and the rabbi says, okay, how are you doing? His books, I'm fine, right? And the rabbi asks him again. He's like, well, how are you doing? He's a little thrown off. He says, well, I got a roof over my head. I'm still working. And he's like, no, tell me how you're doing. The guy's a little thrown off that's the second time he's being asked that. And he's like, he's trying to come up with answers at that point. He's like, okay, well, I have my family. I'm wearing clothes on my shirt, right? And then the rabbi asks him again, he's like, tell me how you're doing. At that point, the guy's like, stop wasting my time. What's the deal, rabbi, right? He's like, you keep telling me things that Hashem's doing. You're not telling me things that you're doing. So it's the same shit with Lush and Harm. And what, and what, let me hear? It's that, you keep focusing on things that we're not doing, right? You're saying, you're saying come home. So what did I, when, you, when the kid comes home, and ask the kid, how, how was your day? Now how was the teacher's day? How was, how was your day? Tell me how what you do today. And like even the kid comes home, goes on a whole rant. He had a bad day because the teacher and then comes home with I acknowledge that even to the extent of listening to it, I'll redirect it totally. I'm saying like, go get him ice cream. And uh, that's something also I've learned from Red Sweet. Also something I've learned. What you get the kids ice cream, you take care of them, you give them candy. Yes. But how are we doing? Like there's things that other people are doing, but what am I actually doing? Beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us will be Zoha to not speak Lashon Hara to see the good in ourselves to see the good in all the Jewish people today and every day Amen Okay, let's begin Parakeh in Mesil Sharim. This is, uh, I would say, one of my one of my, I don't, I don't like to say favorite, Prakim but something that has changed I know for me has changed my life in understanding what holds me back. What holds a person back from changing and from growing. And then Silsi Sharm says that there are three things that hold a person back from changing. Which means, I want to change. I want to grow. I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to change. I'm ready to do what I got to do. But I have three reasons why I'm not doing it. And he says, here we go. And then we're going to go into each one the next week. Be'ez Hashem will go a little bit deeper into each one. The first reason, says the Mesil Zashorim, why people will not change even if they want to change. And they're focused on their change. And they're focused on their growth. And he says, number one, here we go. The number one reason, he says, is Tirda Tipul Tirda Holamis. Which means... We are involved and we are too busy in our schedule, too busy in my day to make the changes that I want to change. Which means I want a job, because I know I got a job. I know I got to do my, my affirmations every day. I know that I want to go ahead and, and begin to eat healthy. I know that I want to go ahead and whatever it might be, I want to take a nap you know, in the afternoons. I know that I want to go ahead and I want to start working out. I know I gotta go on vacation, but what? I'm too busy. I can't fit it into my schedule, and I'm too busy in my regular rote, my regular rote, my regular daily schedule, and therefore I can't make the changes that I wanna make. I remember I read this. I remember I read this in um, many years ago in a. I don't, I don't remember the exact book. I could. I could uh, go back and. And figure and, and remember what it was, but I remember must have been 10, 15 years ago. I was reading on business companies why companies don't change, and this was one of the first reasons given 
why companies, businesses, big businesses can change for the better. And you know why? Because they're so busy running their company. They're so busy running their company that they don't have time to change the things that they want to change in the company because they got to open up and they got to do sales and they got to do everything there. You can't stop. You can't stop. I said over Corona, I said over Corona, the beginning of Corona, I said the best thing, I mean, it's Rachmanis. A lot of companies lost and closed because of Corona. So I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing that this happened, but I said one of the, well, the best things that can happen every four years in a company is you take four months and you stop everything and you press pause and you say, okay, let me reevaluate. One of the good things that Corona has brought to a lot of people, it's, it's hurt a lot of people also. I'm not saying it's, it's uh, of course, there are many people who suffered a lot from Corona. But one of the benefits that, that some people have had from Corona is it pushes, pushes the pause button on your life. And you say, okay, I'm not doing my regular system. I can't. I got to be home. I got to quarantine. It gives me time to think to re-evaluate what my life is. So the Ramchal says, I want to change. And every day you might get up with the same frustration. Why didn't I make this change? How come I didn't stop doing this? How come I'm not doing this? Why am I not? Because you haven't stopped to say, okay, let me make the changes that I want to make. I'm too busy. And the irony is, the irony is, is that you're only going to get busier. When you get married, that's only going to make you busier. When you have children, you're only going to be busier. So if you're having trouble now making your changes, if you're having now, when you have no responsibility ultimately to anybody besides yourself, but the Ramchal says that is the number one reason why you're not going to be able to make the changes because I'm just busy being, doing, as I've said the line, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead. The wheel is spinning. It's going. I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. But I'm not. There's something missing in my life. That's number one. Question, comments? Then we'll go to number two and number three for today. Yes, Rabbi. I, I saw online once advertisements for hotels that um, they only have TVs and there's no phones and no Wi-Fi. And it's like fancy, like, you know, getaway places. And it's crazy. Their, their, their whole... The reason why they're so expensive is because people are so like connected. They need they, they need a, a what's the word like a, a, a oasis right. of being disconnected just to think about their life. And it's like we borrow Hashem out every Shabbos. We force them to it. Right. They pay good money to just be in a place. You, there's no Wi-Fi. There's no phones. Just TV. I mean, whatever. Maybe right. I get to it. I know, I know, I mean, I haven't flown in a while because of Corona, but I know for myself, you know, one of, one of the, the excitements that I have when I fly to America and back is it's like, okay, I have now 11 hours, right? You know, 11 hours to, to just whatever. No, I remember when a friend of mine was flying, you know, uh, and he's like, text me, I'm like, you're flying, how are you flying? Like, yeah, Wi-Fi, blah, blah. I'm like, and I told him, I gave him a muster. I'm like, get off your phone. Like, he's a hard worker. You know, uh, you know I said, get off your phone. You're on a plane. Like, enjoy, enjoy the plane. It used to be a time, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I'm saying this publicly. But I, I, I just have to bring out this point. I, I, I really apologize. It's a weird thing to talk about publicly. 
right? It used to be, but I think it's important to know this, it used to be a person could actually, even if it's just going to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. <laughs> now you can't even go to the bathroom. Now you can't even go to the bathroom with it. Where they'll have out of the bathroom. Yeah, they have, of course. Uh, but what's the point? The point is, is that, okay, when do you get your time, your space in your head to say, okay, Okay, I'm not, I'm not busy, I'm not busy. People fall, I know myself sometimes. You fall asleep, you can talk, fall asleep with your phone. Like that's your like, you know, your, your teddy bear, more than your teddy bear, yeah, correct. But what's the point? The point is, is that I want to change. I just haven't had the chance. And the Ramchal is telling us, that's why you're not going to change, because you're just going to keep on going in your road. Yeah, Shlaimi. This the junior of told me that he randomly like picks there's that he picks his head. Wow. That he clears his head. Wow. 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 Says the Mesil Sharm, late sunnus. What does late sunnus mean? It means I get distracted. I get distracted from the change that I want to make, which means I hear something that, that makes an impact on me. I hear a sheer that inspires me. I read something that wakes me up. I, I hear, unfortunately, Shalom, a person hears. Right, uh, of, of something that happens to a, a friend of his or a, a family member, Rahman al-Litzlan, and something wakes you up. It wakes you up to say, I gotta change my life, I gotta make a difference, I gotta grow. What happens? Then we get distracted. Then we, we move on to the next thing. We don't process. As one of the tzaddikim says, from my head to my heart is further than heaven and earth, to get something from my head into my heart, to process something, to actually sit on something, to actually let something, let something sink in, and to let it go in and say, wow, wow, I want this to make an impression on my life. I want to take what I saw, I want to take what I heard, and I actually want to, to do something. Achetechlas, the Ramban says, when you have an inspiration, when I'm inspired, when I hear a shear, when I think of something, I want to put it into a, a, a three-dimensional. I want to make a difference in, in, in my life because of what I heard, because of, I think they say the tzaddikim and, 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 and people in the, in the time of the Holocaust, they wouldn't read the paper. They wouldn't read the newspaper to hear what's going on because they said, I can't read something and hear something and not do anything about it. So if there's nothing I can do about it, I don't want to hear about it. Why? Because then it just makes late sunnets. It just makes, when a person reads and he says, oh, yeah, this person died, six orphans, seductive. It's one of the challenges that we have in our generation of, of the news and the magazines and the things where it's like, oh, this many people died, this guy got killed, and then right under it, right under it, you know, you know, Pesach program. Right under it, you know, buy a new shaitel. Right under it, rent a car. 
right under an uh, art scroll sale, right? That, that's called late summons. Because what do you mean? I just read terrible news. How could it be in the same exact page or the same exact thing right next to it, you know, and, you know, the, 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 you know whatever it is, you know, come to the convention of blah, blah, blah. Like, no, no, there's someone suffering. Oh, my goodness. Or don't read it. That's another reason why we don't change it. Because we know what we have to do. We know what we want to do. But then what happens? In a second, it flies out. Especially our generation of ADD. Everyone's ADD. Everyone's distracted our generation. You hear the news. You hear anything. It's all of this terrible, great, terrible, great, all over the place. As opposed to, wow, you know, what can I do? Let me, let me think about how lucky I am. Let me be grateful for what I have. We don't even have a chance. You don't even have a chance to be grateful. You don't even have a chance to be in pain because your brain is already on the next page. Your brain has already, already turned the page or it's on the same page. So that's number two. Yes, Meyer, you had something? I want to raise the acronym yesterday. I told him I want to be like, uh, I want to be in the middle of a project. It's hard to start. But I, want to, I want to take a project and finish it. So I want to be like you know, 10 lot and 13 lot. Right. And it was just, we were talking about this idea. It was very, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, beautiful. Start Meyer. Amazing. Yes, you did, yeah. Um, I even notice that I do that with growth. Like sometimes I'll be, I decide I'll work on a certain like Mido or a certain safer and like implement it, and I get like like I'll be halfway through and I'll find something else with growth, and like I feel like my HR gets me. He's like, but this is growth too, so you're like, oh, it's totally fine to change as long as it's going in the right direction. You know? All right. Wow, amazing, beautiful, amazing, 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 amazing. Yes, Joseph. exactly what you're referring to on a personal level. There's no question when you when you give something over, you get it more clear. So there's nothing wrong. I don't, I'm not sure what I'm it's saying. Not as, it's not as real for you if you don't okay. completely take in what okay. you're saying. Good, good, yeah. That, then that's right. Correct. That's, that's true. If you're able to learn it and understand it more and process it. Again, the, the key is that the, the Bina. Bina, there's Chachma, which is the knowledge. Bina is in Balev. Bina is that I transfer what I know into my heart and I process. And the more, a lot of the problems that people have is they have processing problems. They, pro, they don't process the information. They're not maven dover mitov dover. They're not able to, 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 you know, have it in my heart. 
it's all in my head. I know that it's true, but I don't, it's not part of who I am. And that takes time, that takes chazara, and that takes focus, and that takes not being distracted. That takes real focus, which is one of the problems that we have in our generation. It's a problem. It's not, it's okay. We're, we're dealing with it. But I'm saying it's one of the things where people, well, one of the tzaddikim says he doesn't want to learn how to drive. I don't want to learn how to drive. Why? Because what do you have to do when you're driving? You have to check your rear view mirror. You have to look around. You have to be all over. They teach you. You got to be looking at 17 different places in one time. And he says, I don't want to do that. I want to be focused. I want to focus, right? A person looking all over the place. I got to look behind me. I got to look on top. You ever notice, right? In Kelm, in these places, Right? What they used to do? You would never look anywhere. What does that mean? I'm not look, looking outside of my Daladamas. What does that mean? I have to look all over the place. My head is all over the place. That's part of the late sunness. Part of the late sunness is I can't even enjoy my learning. I can't even enjoy my growth. Why? Because the second I'm growing, I look at another guy and I turn my head to another guy and I say, oh, he's growing more than me. He's doing more than me. That's part of the late sunness also. That's part of the ADD, ADHD. And again, I'm not saying that in a, in a ADD. I'm not saying it in a, in a, in a not way. I'm saying that's, that's all of us. We're all distracted. It's pure distraction. Pure distraction. So that's the second reason why a person is not going to change. And let's say the third reason, then, Mr. Shem, the next few days we'll go through each one a little bit deeper. The third reason says the Masil Zisharm. I want to change. I want to grow. I got it all down pat. I'm sure about it. I'm sure that this is where I want to go. I'm positive that I want to do this. Ready? And this is a biggie. The third one is what? Chevra Ra. Which means uh, I have friends who are not going to accept me if I grow. I have friends who are not going to push me to grow. And I'm worried. And I'm worried what everybody is going to say. So I might know what I want to do. I, I, I might know exactly how to do it, but I don't want to lose my friends. So I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice my goals, my principles, what I know is right, because I don't want to be left alone by my quote-unquote friends. And that's one of the things that I say a lot, and I see it even more and more. If you're not hanging around people who are pushing you for greatness... You could be friendly with them. You could say hi. You could give them a smile. But you got to be very, very careful. I think they say if you want to know who you are, look at who your friends are. If you want to know what you're about? Look at the people you hang around with. Look at what your what your ever is. And you have to be very, very careful with that because it's a normal thing, as the Sulsharma is saying. It's very normal to identify yourself with the people who you hang around, and we don't want to be alone. But the irony is, is that, is that the older you get, the older you get, and the more you're trying to hold on to the chevra, the older you get, and the more you're trying to hold on to your friends, the lonelier and lonelier and lonelier you get. When you're in high school, when you're in elementary school, I would say, again, I'm not, I'm not saying this as, as a fact, I'm saying this as a strong opinion, what I've seen. The most important thing as a child in his, in his development in elementary school, high school, is friends. You need friends. It's very important. Yes, you gotta learn, you gotta go to school. The only benefit, in my opinion, about school is friends. 
It's the only benefit. It's probably the only benefit. Okay, as far as learning things. Parents teach you things. You get a tutor. The only benefit of school is to have friends. That's the benefit of school. You have social interaction and you feel normal. You want to learn things? You don't need to go to school to learn things. Or they say, uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, there's a quote, what is it? Um, Mayor Mattel knows it. What is it? Don't let your schooling get in the way of your, your education, right? You, you can learn things without, you can learn things without going to school. Friends are very, very, very helpful. But you gotta question yourself. When am I graduating high school? When am I graduating elementary school? And you have to question yourself, and it's hard to hear that. It's hard to hear, okay, now it's time. A lot of people have trouble getting married for that reason. A lot of people are scared to get married because they don't want to let go of their chevron. They don't want to let go of their, of their friends. They want to stay with the boys. They want to stay with the boys. They don't want to move on because it's difficult sometimes to move on. As in Sil Jordan says, it could be I'm not going to stop doing stupid things because then I don't know who my friends are going to be anymore. I don't know who my friends are going to be anymore. But the irony is, when a person works on himself, a person does what he's got to do, and he's not so focused on his friends, and he does what's right, and he lives the life that he wants to live, then you become someone who people want to hang out with anyway. You become someone who gets friends, but that can't be your focus. Your focus has to be, says them still sharp, otherwise you're not going to change. People are willing to sacrifice what's important for them in order for other people to give them acceptance and give them their validation. That's something that's very, very dangerous. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up for today. Yes, Rabbi Huda. Uh, so I just wanted to ask, just because like a little bit of a, of a feeling, a feeling, I hear what you say what you're saying. Yes. Um, the last two points, like, I just feel like nervous, like, my mind is like also actually be a person like like in my mind I'm thinking about just being in like my own space like I can start making things with other people are like wrong and holding and friends and being like a cold person I'm getting like a little bit like nervous. So let me be clear, I, I'm not saying don't be friendly. Let's say it like that. The Ramchal's not saying don't be friendly. Be friendly. Be friendly to everyone. Hugs, smiles, what's up, how you doing, do it all. Be friendly with everybody. But get busy doing what you got to do and don't let anyone stand, stand your way. I mean, Yehuda Mattel is asking that question. Yehuda Mattel is asking that question. Yehuda Mattel is somebody who, who is popular, who everyone loves, and is busy doing what you got to do and you don't care what anybody thinks. That's why you're popular. That's why people like you. Because you do what you got to do. Because you, this is your fifth year sitting in sheer listening to this and making, take, making moves. So I'm not sure what you're talking about. And you're friendly with everybody, so that's great. So what did I miss? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, beautiful. Anyone else as we wrap up? Yes, for Rafi. Uh, well, first of all, it seems like number three, you don't have to worry about here because you look at everyone and see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and the question is uh, point number two, uh, Lee Thomas, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Correct. Meaning, you meaning you serious things happen, and this and then you get distracted. You it's not that I don't take it. I mean, I'm saying people just not that they're distracted, just don't. Right, but I'm saying, but that that that's what happens. Meaning something happens. That's he's going to talk more about it. Something happens, and they hear Musr, and they have Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and they know what they got to do. It's not they don't take it seriously. They get distracted. People sitting around telling jokes and talking about this, they're distracting themselves from the truth. That's, that's what they're doing. It's not that they're living in, in that. So that, that's, that's what Leitanus really is. That they're distracted from, from what they... Nobody on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is, is distracted. It's only afterwards. We know what we want to do. We know we're going to die. We know, it, we, we know that life is serious. Just, okay, I, I know it now. But then a minute later, right, someone's talking to me about, you know, you know, whatever. That's late Sunday. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We will be Zoha. And again, like we always say, and it's so important to remind ourselves, life is right now. Whatever you've done in the past, Whatever your past is, don't... What, what was the line, Yako, from yesterday? I love it. I said it to like five people yesterday. Don't limit yourself. Don't use your imagination. Use your imagination and not your memory. Use your imagination and not your memory. Use your imagination and not your memory. Use your imagination of what you could be today and in your future. Not your memory of who you think you are from your past. And when a person is able to do that, he's able to create the life and the day that he wants to create. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Wow. Uh, yes. Three things Nobody wants to come and say, yo, I'm in one sitting. Right. There was a lot of that. Because the people... Don't want to do it. Because they're... Yeah, no. And they're friendly.